1: Welcome to the Restricted Section, a pro trans writes Harry Potter slander Harry Potter book club podcast that, like, does it like re- we read the book and then we talk about the chapter. It's week by week. You get the idea. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry. We did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, chapter 29, career advice. Fuck, I forgot to write an intro for this one, too. Okay. Okay, I got the book. Um, okay, so this one starts with the Easter holidays. Um, and then they're talking about Marietta and then Harry's just like being sad about the Pensieve thing. And he's like, I wish I could talk to Sirius. This feels so important right now because I'm 15 and don't know how to prioritize. Um, they have to do career advice and then they, uh, they're like, oh, we need to break into Umbridge's office so I can talk to Sirius Black about how I'm sad. Okay. And then, uh... Oh, career advice. So then he goes to career advice and Professor Umbridge is there with Professor McGonagall and they get into a fight about whether or not Harry might become an R someday. And then they're screaming and then he leaves. He's like, ah, that seems like McGonagall's got that one. Um, oh, and then they do the distraction. Fred and George do the distraction to lure Umbridge away from her office. And, They And then Harry goes to talk to Sirius Black about how sad he is about his dad. Like, that is so not worth risk. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Lupin's there, too, because Sirius and Lupin are in love, and they live together, and they're in a queer relationship together, and that relationship is called Wolfstar. And then... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And then, this, <laughs> so sorry about this. Um, And then this is the chapter where Fred and George break bad, dude. And they hop on their brooms and they fly out of here and their brooms have like chains dangling and stuff. Okay, so this is why I write my intros ahead of time, right? So hopefully this doesn't happen again. <laughs> Welcome to the restricted section where maybe somebody should have given us some Fucking career advice. And maybe I wouldn't be running a fucking Harry Potter podcast right now. Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Christina. My co-host today is making a break for it. Leela, say hello to the listeners. Ah, you caught me.
2: Hi, listeners.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And... I'm super excited because we have a returning special guest today, the one and only Adler Five from Hey Riddle Riddle and Hello from the Magic Tavern. Say hello to the listeners, Adol.
0: Aloha, Mora.
1: Oh my God, Means I love both it. open
0: and close.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Adol, how the hell have you been?
0: I've been wonderful. Uh, really? I, how, it's been what, six months, eight months? Who knows? I don't know. Wow. Can count?
1: Time is meaningless.
0: It's been good. I feel like I did some travel, but I couldn't, gun to my head, I couldn't tell you where. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, wand to my head. And, right, um, get it right. Yeah, If there was been... guns
1: in this book, they'd be a lot, the book would be a lot shorter.
0: <laughs> that would be, okay, so I, either we need John Wick with wands or we need Harry Potter with guns. Either one I'm cool with. <laughs>
1: I would love to see John Wick fucking some people up. Just like a wizard. <laughs> John
0: John Wizard. Okay, here it is. It's John Wizard. <laughs> it's all wizards in just like black sharp suits, wands. Um, they, stay at a, they stay at a castle and there's a gold coin. Uh, it's like a galleon. And it pays for everything. Okay. So like one gold coin could be like a brand new car. It could be a one night stay. It could be just an old fashioned um, one coin for everything.
1: I'm here for it. Yeah, good. Is that from John Wick? Are you describing the premise of John Wick?
0: In John Wick, all the assassins have, everyone who's a part of this club, who has a membership to this club, they have little gold coins. Oh, do they? And each gold coin is exactly the same. And it's either for one cocktail. So like a $22 cocktail is one gold coin. Or if you are to buy a Porsche, say a uh, 2014 Porsche, that is (laughs) one gold coin.
1: Oh my God, so they operate in like ones only.
0: Yep, if you're going to stay a night at the hotel, you pay one gold coin, regardless of how many nights. To, to my untrained eye, this is what it looked like. So I could be wrong, <laughs> but it seems to me like they spent all the money on the action sequences and no time <laughs> on world building the currency in the Wikiverse.
1: Well, the funny thing is, like, I've seen John Wick. Yeah. Lila, we watched it maybe like six months to a year ago. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even that long ago, but I don't I I don't remember any of it. Yeah. Like,
2: what is it? I've seen that movie thrice and I don't remember shit about gold coins <laughs> or mm-hmm. the plot really at all. Mostly just the sweet action
1: scenes.
0: I think the plot I think on the poster it just says Dog Dead Get Mad.
1: <laughs> That's the premise. Dog Dead Get Mad. And you know what? It's such a universally sympathetic story. Like, I feel like we all get it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. if my dog dead, I'd get mad.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> if my yeah. dog dead, I'm mad.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crochet that. I want that crocheted over my fireplace. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. That old gen right. that you'd see it like a Cracker Barrel.
1: Yes, indeed. A pillow. Uh huh.
0: Uh-huh. An
1: embroidered pillow <laughs> with some floral.
0: If my amongst. dog dead... I'm mad.
1: I'm mad. Okay. Well. Cool. So here we are. It's the it's the restricted section.
0: And if I just want to say
1: restricted in section again,
0: Chris, Christina, I I couldn't possibly tell you what you said, but I will say <laughs> if you ever do a re- restrict Wick section, which would be oh. a review of the John Wick movies chapter by chapter, oh, I, please please drop me a line for co host Please consider me. Head. Head.
2: Can you call it? The risk, the restricted section.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole time we talk with uh, cute little child voices.
2: Oh, you know Don't get her I started Adam voice Adel, do not get her
0: started. Today we're reviewing the restricted section, John Wick, chapter two Pewa Bewam.
1: you don't even know you don't even know that like one month ago I did the first fifteen minutes of an episode just in baby voice. Uh-oh. She didn't stop.
2: She committed to that bit, and then the bit became her life. So. That was
0: a good bit.
1: Yeah. You know how when you think something's so funny that it doesn't really matter if nobody else around you thinks it's funny? Because oh, like, yeah. you're just having, like, so much fun? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm sure, I'm sure you can understand that. Um, the, baby, the baby voice will always return, much like Voldemort. <laughs> All right, today we're here to talk about Order of the Phoenix chapter twenty nine career advice, or in the British version, I was reading careers advice. Whoa, oh. what is that Gosh. about
2: careers advice? It's like maths, you know how they do that? They just be adding Why s's like to things.
1: That? Or Why do they pluralize? Okay,
2: but is good? it that they be adding s's to things, or are we just wrong and we're take we take them away for no reason because they were first?
1: Um, I think that the British people forced. The U into like favorite mm. and color. Yeah. I think the I think the British people did that to be like we're better. If I remember correctly, I believe you.
0: They they invented the language. We perfected it. I want to say
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, it's uh, you know as much as you can perfect a garbage fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I quickly tried to google why do british people pluralize things and then I ran into the issue that there's actually two ways in which british people pluralize things we have like careers advice and maths class which is like hard for my mouth to say but then you know how they do that thing where they're like oh the so- the football team have uh to go no that's right. not right. yeah <laughs> instead of like has like in america we would be like that team has to go but in british they're like that team has have to go because it's more than one person
0: mm. you
1: know what i mean do you entire... know have you guys heard what i'm talking about i don't think so I, i'm I, sure I, don't, I have but i
0: want to be supportive yeah okay thank you yeah thank you so much
1: <laughs> <sighs> i bet one of you will notice it in the next week and be like oh okay. my god she was right yeah i'll text she you when i notice
2: ahead. yes <laughs>
1: please do same okay so careers but we have some bullshit to get through beforehand so it's the easter holidays wait When's Easter? I'm sorry, I'm googling so much stuff uh, in the episode. I, I have oh.
0: this is maybe my most important question that I prepared okay. for this episode. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: So let's feel free to really stretch this out.
1: Okay.
0: I haven't read the series in. It's been a dog's age, which I yeah, think is exactly four fine. years. It's not
1: really worth the yep. is Fair. is
0: this is this mention of Easter because they talk about Easter and there's some Easter eggs, some chocolate eggs. Is this mention mm-hmm. of Easter the only allusion to? Religion in all of the books
1: besides Christmas. They also do Christmas They mention Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay
0: So there is Jesus does exist in the Harry Potter verse.
1: <laughs> oh my god, but it's like so Dickensian mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there is never At zero places in the Harry Potter series is Jesus's name stated ever
0: Here's here's what I want to lay on the two of you I have to assume and then this is a question, but I'm saying it as a statement I have to assume in the Potterverse, Jesus was a wizard, Harry.
2: Yes,
1: that tracks. We have,
2: right? I think, I think in our episode, alien or wizard, our bonus episode. Oh, yeah, that,
1: and if you if you all haven't heard that on our Patreon bonus episode, that I am releasing that one specifically on the main feed this summer because I think it's the fun, one of the funniest things I've ever done in my life.
2: Yeah. So we we you know is this person a an alien or a wizard? And we decided Jesus. I mean, I think we did. Just, just the consensus is that Jesus was a wizard because he okay. was constantly. Oh, did we
1: do Jesus? I, robes.
0: Hold on. Robes. Long beard. Yeah. Come on. Oh wow. Does magic. magic tricks. Yeah. Come on. Yeah,
1: I'll buy it.
0: Water into wine.
1: Right. That's Close some up magic.
0: Like, That's some Fred and, and George shit right there. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> oh, I love. Oh my god. I love Jesus as a Fred and George type. Yeah. If only.
0: And at the Last Supper, I'm sure there's some fizzy whiz bangs. <laughs> I'm sure the way that Jesus knew about Judas was he used an extendable ear under a door <laughs> and heard Judas selling him out for, what is it? 32 whatever. galleons or whatever. Nuts. Oh 32 God. galleons. Newts. <laughs> newts are galleons. Nuts, newts. G-N-U-T-S, what are those? How do you it's say
1: that? It's, it's nuts. It's a K. It's K-N-U-T. Oh, it's K. That's right. It's K. And I think in the audio... There's two popular audiobooks, and I don't know which one because I luckily haven't luckily haven't encountered this. But at least one of them says Knuts.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's just silly.
1: <laughs> yeah, like how are you going to be like these Knuts? You know what I mean? Was and it a it was it doesn't... a
0: Canadian voiceover?
1: <laughs> uh, unfortunately, not. So it's Easter, which I guess is a mean. Well, here's the other thing: like that we never really talk about is like kids go home for the Easter holidays. Yeah.
0: That's wild. The
1: one holiday? I don't. That's insane. Yeah. Did
2: we get, I mean, did we get like a full week off in school for Easter? I don't remember
1: no. that. No. no not it's, even it's the on the a Monday Sunday, usually. yeah. Yeah. Although maybe sometimes spring break, spring break. was coordinated around it. Okay. Mm. Because Easter is three weeks from when this episode releases. That's the beginning of April. That seems like at least like high school spring break to me. I feel like in college it was a lot of earlier.
2: Yeah. Mm. I just don't, I guess. But then what do they do? They go home and then like don't go to church or they just do like, (laughs) what is, what is, what are they doing? They're just like eating ham and like hiding magic eggs, perhaps
0: trying to avoid their uncle's conversations.
1: (laughs) Wow. Relatable. That's also what I do on Easter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Never be left alone in a room with an extended family member because you have to talk to them.
1: (sighs) I don't, What's
0: new with you? I don't, I don't know fucking you know are, Margaret. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's only so much small talk you can you can get through before you're forced to reveal intimate details about yeah. your life. Yeah.
0: You don't know you don't know what an A twenty four movie is, Uncle Tom. <laughs> yeah.
2: What do we
1: have in common? And I'm I'm
0: saying Nothing. my uncle's name is Tom. I'm not calling someone an Uncle Tom. <laughs> to be clear.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> Have you seen that com- the the trailer for A 24s new movie? I cannot figure out what it is.
0: Oh, is it the Willem Dafoe one?
1: Oh no, it has uh, the one that I'm talking about has that other guy in it, the one with the creepy eyes from Gladiator. Who's that? No, Russell not from Crow? Gladiator. It's no, it's the other guy with the creepy walking. Walking
0: Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, where he plays like. Oh, he does have he creepy plays eyes. Plays is that him? Like all different ages or something?
1: I literally could not tell what was happening in the trailer. <laughs> period. Like okay. period.
0: That's what they want.
1: Um, Yeah. Like, this person is scared because Bo is afraid. Who is
0: that? Oh, that's Walking Phoenix.
1: This doesn't matter. This is not. (laughs) Hold hold on.
0: Christina, Uh Bo is Afraid, starring Uh Walking Phoenix, Uh Order of the Phoenix, Chapter 29.
1: Okay. Wow. (laughs) Seamless. That was really skillful. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, cool. So now we're back on track. Okay, it's the Easter holidays. That's how far we've gotten. Um, <laughs> okay, so as a reminder, in the last chapter, Snape's worst memory, um, which I accidentally typed into my computer as Snape's worst enemy, which made me laugh because like uh, all sounds like a My Chemical
0: enemies. Romance song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Snape caught Harry looking into his pensieve and was like never return. So he's like terminated their occlumency lessons. Um and Harry lies to Hermione about why. He's like I'm just really good at this now. So, you know, no more class.
0: Yeah, he's so dumb. <laughs> Have we all had a friend like Hermione cuz I've definitely had friends where it's like I'm like I'll be walking and be like <sighs> Ah, and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, ah, my ankle. And they're like, you need to go to a doctor. And I'm like, all I did was say, ah, and they're like, you need to get that looked at immediately. And I'm like, hold your horses. Let me walk on it for two more steps and see. But they're like, what are you doing? You need to, don't, don't ruin your, you're going to ruin your leg for life. It's like, calm down. All I did was land on it weird. Let's all, let's all take a breath.
1: In Hermione's defense, she's the only one who's worried about, like, anything real in this book. <laughs> she's so tired.
2: <laughs> she's so tired. And, and like, it is important. Like, I mean, the entire time that Harry's been doing these, occ- I, I have to, like, write it down because it's such no, a, weird it's a weird word. Acclamency, acclumency lessons mm-hmm. is, like, because Voldemort's trying to, like, break into his thoughts and, like, spy on shit and find out what's going on and, like, kill him. So like is he not concerned that like that's important or he's just like I think it's just like his his uh his relationship with Snape is just so um they hate each other so much that every second is torture. So he's like nothing's worth this. I'd rather take me now Voldemort. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, and he also like kind of wants to know how his dream ends, you know? That dream he keeps having yeah. out the fucking hallway. We get it with the hallway. Harry. I think he just feels like he wants to know. Um, and he definitely doesn't want to hang out with Snape, so no. They're just like chit-chatting, whatever. Um, okay. Ginny comes up to Harry to give him an egg from mom. He's like, I wish I could speak to my new dad, Sirius Black. And Ginny's like, that could be arranged. <laughs> She's such a badass. I love her. Yeah, Fred and George have really taken her under their wing and she has become as witty um and as like uproarious as them? No, uproarious isn't the right word. Like um she's she's got like a rebellious streak, but she knows how to play it cool whereas they're very hot boy. Like everyone's like, "Oh, the fucking twins, am I right?"
0: Not to pit it is International Women's Day we should say. Not to pit Hermione v Ginny, <laughs> but is Ginny the anti-Hermione?
1: She kind of is because Hermione's wound so tight and Ginny yeah. is so chill.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: But they're friends with each other. That's that's fair. Layla, tell that dog next I'm to so your sorry. your house to shut the fuck up. We're busy. <laughs> shut up, dog. Layla, you didn't tell the listeners where you are. Oh, did you? Did we do no. that, or was that before we started? <laughs> no, recording?
2: yeah, that was before. Uh, hi, listen- uh, I was about to fit- greet them. <laughs> We've been this has been going for a long time. I'm in um, the Florida Keys right now in sunny, beautiful Florida.
1: So, if she sounds extra relaxed, like maybe a little bit more Ginny ish than usual, <laughs> it's because she's on vacation.
2: I am. I'm on vacay mode. I'm sunburnt, like pleasantly sunburnt. <laughs> and um, I'm glad
1: it's pleasant so far.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I feel great. You know, I've been drinking all day and eating delicious food.
1: Hell yeah! Playing with my
2: nephews, so like I feel like I've been exercising. So I've like tricked myself into working out somehow. It's like it's going very well. Vacation is like this. Yeah, it's going very well. Vacation,
1: it's so easy (laughs) to move your body.
2: Yeah, I was like, we just need a pool in the backyard, Jason, (laughs) and and I would be in great shape. Like it's so fun. Swimming is so much better than everything else. (laughs) It's
1: true.
0: Water is nature's Peloton. I keep saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a similar motion swimming and biking it's like yeah. just where if your legs are forward or backward yeah exactly yeah.
0: thank you thank you for the support
2: there's no uh, like celebrity trainers though for me to follow no. on instagram you know
1: michael i'm sure phelps. there are i'm sure that's just literally not true oh michael
2: phelps yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> fine
1: <laughs> you can swim in the james river oh get swept away
2: <laughs> get swept away by poop i'm sorry, I'm oh, sorry. It's not don't be mad don't be mad yet
1: this year <laughs> Just the regular amount.
2: <laughs> oh man, yeah. Last our... year
1: they were like, "Whoa, too much poop! Don't swim in this thing." <laughs> well, is that a real t- thing? Yes,
2: Tina. Tell.
1: Well, it's a river. It moves. It's different every day. You know what I mean.
2: What I love most about rivers is you can't step in the same river twice. The water's always changing, always flowing. We just there's like a some you know waste systems I think that filter into the river and at one point it was extremely high
1: it's fine enough
2: for them to like post something about it <laughs> richmond
1: is a really lovely place to visit <laughs> i can't recommend it enough
2: really uh, honestly yes other than that and and it you know poop all, all rivers are poop rivers you know when if you really think about it <laughs> Layla, I,
0: no. I will say i a few months ago i watched uh do you guys know john gabris he has a no. TV show called 101 Places to Visit Before You Die or Party Before You Ooh. Die, something like Ooh. that. But it's basically Mm-mm. a travel show, and him and his friend travel around, and they went to Richmond, and watching that episode, I was like, I've never been to Richmond. I've never wanted to go to Richmond. I suddenly want to go to Richmond. Like It was a really fun good- fun here. Yeah, it was a really good episode. So um,
1: I want to watch that and see how they represented yeah, us.
0: I definitely want to come visit now, based purely on that TV show.
1: Amazing. It's the propaganda's working, then. Yes. <laughs> what happens? We- hear that there's going to be career advice careers advice coming up all of the fifth years who are about to take their owls are going to have to meet with their heads of houses to talk about what careers they what one of what do you want do you want to work for the government do you want to be a teacher do you want to be a professional quidditch player or do you want to open your own business because those are your four options (laughs) oh or work for a hospital right Oh yeah, we got healers, and also our friend whatever. Ethan brought up um, there has to be wizard contractors, magician <laughs> contractors. Who oh like, yeah, you know who's gonna who's taking care of <laughs> you know the pipes from all the basilisks and stuff.
0: I have to assume the most lucrative would be like maybe like broom repairmen, because you could just like rip people off and be like, hey, you need a new bristle, and like this is oh, cracked, nice. we need to send sh- uh, out for a new part, <laughs> you need like a new bristle? <laughs> like. I feel like there's a lot of money in that. Um also do we know did what's his name? Filch?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Did he ever go did he go to Hogwarts?
1: Filch is a squib. He's not magical.
0: So how did he get his job?
1: Because he probably like n- was born into a magical family with no magical powers. Yeah. And like somebody in somebody Took was like, Oh, I feel him. bad for you. Like, let me give you a job. So in the when, magical world.
0: when that guy kicks it, what are who's filling that job?
1: Yeah, I, think- I just think the 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 house elves are doing it all. Okay, they they have to be because well
2: we've, we've talked about this, but we have, they have to be because poor Filchie is just like literally cl- in charge of cleaning an entire castle with no magic, and
1: that's everyone true. else there is magic. Like that's that's just cruel. Our same friend Ethan is the one who said that it was probably house elves, and then he we put he put the lovely picture into my mind of little Dobby with a little. Construction helmet. It's <laughs> Just taking care of business. Dobby Lobby. <laughs> that's where they sell uh, tiny little construction helmets. What are those? What are th- hard hats. They're called hard hats. I got it. It's cool. We knew what you meant. <laughs> Cute little construction hats, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's like all these pamphlets saying all of these ludicrous careers. I mean, muggle liaisons, that's normal. But then the other one is like, curse breaking and like troll wrangling <laughs> and Hermione's like hmm, troll wrangling. Interesting. I'm going to consider them. The, I'm going to consider it.
0: Yeah. That's uh, what, who, why do we need that job? Are trolls breaking into major cities? Like I feel like trolls are in the countryside.
1: <laughs> I don't know where they live normally because there's just that one that gets let in, in their first year.
0: Yeah, And then I the don't bathroom. know if we
1: ever see any more until maybe in Gringotts, Nick, in the last book.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead that. and say on record, troll wrangling fucking sucks. Like, that's a bullshit <laughs> that's job.
1: But Charlie Weasley is a dragon
0: yeah. guy. Wrangler?
2: Yeah. Well, what if it's troll wrangling, but it's like, you know, just kind of like making sure that, oh, this is the 90s, never mind. I was going to say making sure that all of the all of the talk about wizardry on the internet is like kept away from muggles, you know, kept away oh, from the trolls. Regular.
0: That's yeah. what I like. This I like. That's good. This I like.
1: It doesn't have to be in the 90s. Who cares? <laughs> this book can be uh, anything we want it to be. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: or ors Is that how you say it?
1: Oh, sure, hate that's that good word. Enough. How do yeah, you say it? Bad. I think that's it. Or- I always am like or I don't Or-ers. think it's a horrible word. Yeah, oh, I don't. The-
0: it sounds like a British person saying horrors. Horrors. Oh, oh, the, the horrors. Horrors um, are basically cops, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Wizard yeah. cop. Harry Potter is a cop.
0: Thin, oh. thin blue wand.
1: <laughs> That's the worst part about these books is that they grow up to all get married to their high school sweethearts and more than half of them work for the government. It's yeah. like, what a fucking horrific ending to a story dream. about like, resistance.
0: The dream.
1: Yeah, just clearly written by someone who doesn't understand at all. They all wanted kids too. Like, why would you? Why would all of you want kids? Like, that not even one of you. Statistically unlikely.
2: <laughs> There's no childless by choice in the wizarding world.
1: we see them all at the train station? Anyway, I guess we'll get there in like a year and a half. <laughs> Yo, the end of this book series is only like a year and a half away. I'm so
0: Woo! excited! Congratulations, <laughs> Christy, in <laughs> advance. Finally,
2: move on with my life. I feel like we've just, I'm just like, and I just can't believe I'm, I'm on chapter 29. There's so many, why is this book so long? We've been Dude, on this book so long, Christina.
0: I will say revisiting this chapter. I didn't read the whole book, just this chapter. And again, it's been a long, long time, Never which, which is why I'm I'm forgetting a lot. This is a good chapter. There's it a lot a that, power. there's a lot that happens and there's some really just fantastic moments.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, let's fucking get there. Okay. Yes. Fred and George offered to create a diversion. There you go. That's the thing. (laughs) Fred and George (laughs) offered to create a diversion so that Harry Potter can sneak into Professor Umbridge's office to use her fireplace to, to ask Sirius Black if his dad was a good guy. This seems really priority. This seems really time sensitive. Risk it this fucking seems... all. Risk yeah, it fucking
0: risk it all. For You saw it with your own eyes. Like one, their memories are not gonna be as clear as the pensive you just looked into. And yeah. two, they have a connection and a relationship with the guy. So they're gonna cover for him or make it seem more harmless than it is. You saw it for your own eyes. Why are yeah. you seeking a second opinion? Like that's insane, insane. Also, I'm sure you've covered this in a previous podcast. There must be something better than if you need to get a hold of someone in the wizarding community, you have to go into a fireplace every time. Like I understand, there's owls, right? But those are being searched. But exactly. but besides that, you have to fucking go into a fireplace. Like there's no pen like where it's the like.
1: Hogsmeade, get a payphone. Yes, thank you. There's no
0: like one a cell phone two. <laughs> Like, there's no pen set where it's like, if I write with my pen, your pen, wherever you're at, picks up and writes on a pad of paper or something. That's
1: good. You're telling me there's
0: nothing like that? That seems (sighs) archaic. Like
1: In this book series that I uh, edited and worked on called The Blameless, the way that they communicate when they're long distance is that. They have magic and so they like have a notebook that they like send to each other. Let's like send it home, she writes in it, send it back to the girl who's like prisoner or whatever, she writes in it. So like surely they could just like vanish it and like unvanish it or like.
0: Yeah.
1: There has to be options here.
0: If you look at the technology, and I'm gonna use the word technology, even though it's magic. If you look at the technology of the Marauders map, that is so advanced and so fucking incredible and outstanding and you, then you're telling me that if you need to talk to someone who's, like, 100 miles away, you have to crawl into a fireplace?
1: Dude, they don't have pens. They use quills uh. and ink. Like, they are so <laughs> stupid. Uh.
2: The original hipsters. Just, like, let's make yeah. life more difficult <laughs> just because... <laughs> Just for the show, just because it looks really cool.
0: I actually don't own a <laughs> fireplace. Um,
1: <laughs> because they're like, technology doesn't work at Hogwarts, and it's like a ballpoint pen. Like, what do wheels work get at a, Hogwarts? A mechanical <laughs> pencil. Like, are, are all the house elves using like fire burning stoves? That's a nightmare to cook for uh, so many people with that kind of. Uh... I don't get it. Anyways, fucking dumb. Um, also, as a reminder, As a reminder, Harry Potter has a mirror that Sirius Black put in his hand. Oh yeah, and was like, "Use this if you need to talk to me." Oh my God, did she? Did did Joanne forget? Just a joke. Just a joke. Rolling. Her (laughs) new name, Joanne. Uh, yeah, she fucking forgot about it. I guess. Okay. Great. You see what I mean when I say no it's like nobody looked at this book but her, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. So sorry, it's <clears throat> so hard to read this as an editor. It's like I would have cut this in half. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Mary. I do
2: have a uh, que- a uh, a question about the pen pensieve. Yes, so he when you look at it, you see through someone's eyes what the their memory was. But like are memories not like colored by your own biases and like thoughts and opinions
1: about those people
2: and times? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: One real quick, you said through their eyes, it's not through their eyes. It's like standing next to them. No, no, Just I know, but isn't it like their memories? Like it's well, through I think
0: that's your part. eyes, the light, the heat, through and your eyes. I think maybe that's like what?
1: well, definitely, uh, definitely like human memory is like notoriously god-awful. Mm. I think maybe this book doesn't want to deal with that. And also, like, you take the memory out of your head so as to, like, better remember it later. So, like, maybe that's playing into it.
2: Uh, I can't even think about that. That makes my head hurt. I don't understand.
1: I'm with you. (laughs) Okay. So it's the first day of, what, summer term. Harry wakes up early. He sees Hagrid limping out of the forest. That's probably nothing. Um, let's not <laughs> devote a whole chapter to that, please. Oh my God. I think that's the next chapter. Is it? I think that's the next chapter. Hold on. I fucking hate Grop so much, dude. <laughs> oh my God. It is the next chapter. How do you go from a chapter like this to a chapter like Grop?
2: <laughs> What's your gripe
1: Sorry. with
0: Grop? Grop. He's Grop.
1: just a pointless plot point. He's a plot pointless.
0: Remind like- me who Grop is.
1: H- Hagrid has this like giant brother that he smuggled yes. into the Forbidden Forest.
0: Oh, uh, the big giant. Yes, 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 yes. And
1: it's like, he this story is for nothing. Like We're so worried about Hagrid this whole book. He comes back having done nothing that he was supposed to do, plus having this brother who does nothing. And it's like, cool, we could have just had nothing instead of this whole plot line.
0: I think the author was like... <gasps> Shit, I'm almost out of books and I haven't ripped off Roll Doll yet. Like, let's get let's get the fucking BFGs in here.
1: <laughs> all right, I'll buy it. That's the only that's the only reasoning I can see. Just like, oh, this would be cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, all day long, Hermione's like, "Are you fucking kidding me about this plot?" And like, yeah, I'm with you, Hermione. She's like, literally right now, you're gonna do this, and he's like, yeah because I'm a Gryffindor.
0: Listen, legally she's correct, but she is being a bit of a Nagatha Christie. <laughs> oh,
2: That's better. I was going to say Naggy Aggie, but Nagatha Christie is better. But it's just because the narrative paints her as a Nagatha Christie, you know?
1: Are, like, are you guys, is this, are you doing this on purpose from Bob's what? Burgers or was this an original joke?
0: Is that I, in Bob's Burgers?
1: Oh, it's in Bob's Burgers. Nagatha
0: Christie? What's that, Nagatha Christie?
1: Yeah, it's in I think the second or third episode ever, the crawl space okay. episode. Oh yeah, I gotta, <laughs>
2: I gotta watch. And the at show. the end, he's
1: like, "Sorry, I called you negative Christie."
2: <laughs> Angelina, like, that's okay. It was a pretty good one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love Bob's so much. Um, okay, uh, okay, potions class. Snape is just ignoring Harry until the end of class when he knocks all of Harry's work to the ground. And Hermione disappeared his potion again, so he's definitely gonna like fail out of school <laughs> because <laughs> Snape keeps sabotaging his potions work. Like this man should not be allowed to teach. What the fuck?
2: Yeah, I don't really. I mean, I it's been a long time since I've read past this book. You know, I haven't read the I haven't I haven't started half blood re-, re rereading the half blood Prince yet.
1: But Dude, it's so much better than this book, honestly.
2: I mean, I know that that there ends up being some kind of Dumbledore reason why he allowed Snape to exist at this school for that long. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't just behave that way as an educator.
0: No, that's incredibly unprofessional. I feel like after all the dark art teacher incidents, Defense Against the Dark Arts, I feel like all the teachers should wear body cams. Mm, And whether that's like a little hummingbird or something, like, it can be... Some like weird familiar, magical. They yeah. all have little
1: familiars that yeah. are also recording them.
0: Yeah, like squirrels who are like, eh, eh, eh. and then like run <laughs> off to tattle. We need that because these teachers have, are like, getting away with literal murder. Yeah. Yes.
1: Your little Patronus can sit on your little shoulder, unless your Patronus is like a stag or whatever. They <laughs> can still sit on
0: your shoulder. <laughs> I assume they don't out? weigh. They don't weigh as much as their uh, oh, yeah. corporeal Imagine, counterparts.
1: Like, Imagine, like, it weighs nothing, so it just looks like this giant <laughs> deer putting all of its weight on you. Okay, um, Harry goes down to career advice, and McGonagall's like, what's up? I'm pissed. And Harry's like, why? And then it's like, oh, because Umbridge is here. Nobody makes nobody gets madder about Umbridge than McGonagall,
0: and I love that for McGonigal's him. McGonagall's the best character in the book, and this, this moment where Umbridge keeps going, like, <clears throat> I am, I am. and then McGonagall goes you need a cough drop Dolores <laughs> is I would say top, top, three, top three moments in all of the books of any character I
1: completely agree. it's I agree. so fucking
0: sweet it's so sweet for her to one just call her Dolores which cuts through we hear Umbridge we see Umbridge 40 times in this chapter mm-hmm. to cut through all that and just her be like Dolores and be like what's up what's up now you need a cough drop <laughs> shut yeah. the fuck up well, is so amazing.
2: It's like how we, it's like how we call her Joanne. Like it's out of disrespect, you know.
1: Like, yeah, yes.
2: <laughs> you want, it's if, true. When you get too familiar, then
1: that means a level of. It's like, like I know you, bitch. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> bitch. What are you doing? Well, and like, there's no way that McGonagall doesn't know the effect she has on people, you know. So I think she's like. If I really lay it on, I can get her to shut up, yeah, you know? Yes. <laughs> so,
0: M to the oh, G. she lays it on. She's the best.
1: In my notes, she's McG all throughout. McG. G. <laughs> G.
0: Mick, so many letters. McGoo-goo-doll. She's uh, she's amazing.
1: McGonagall is obviously like our greatest hero, but she is in so many small ways throughout the series, like an, an, uh, serving as an antagonist to Harry, just in his like behavior and disciplining. There's not a lot of time when you're like, Oh, McGonagall really loves me, you know? Yeah,
0: yes.
1: (laughs) So I do like whenever McGonagall is put in a position where she, like, in this chapter, she is forced to, like, defend Harry (laughs) against her will because I'm sure she usually is, like, kind of disappointed in his uh, academic work. Yes.
0: She clearly is very concerned. And then to end it with being like, if if I'm in the fucking grave, I will make him or, like... (laughs) It's just, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. She's uh, she's so protective. Um, I don't want to live in a, I, it sucks that we live in a world where young Sheldon is a thing, but Teenage McGonagall is not.
1: Oh my God, Teenage McGonagall, I dream about her every day.
0: That should be a thing.
1: Yes, I completely agree. Give her her own, like, YA book series. Please. Yeah. Minerva. But not have, no, but just write your own, like based on loosely on her character, because we don't need any more Harry Potter uh, content, please. <laughs> just do something so similar, yes. but like enough unrelated that you won't get yes. in trouble. Every time I try to type over, um into my notes, it autocorrects to author. So I got some language about authors here. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do share. They're,
1: <laughs> they're getting into a fight about where, whether Harry Potter can be an author. <laughs> that actually leads me to a question. Do you think that Harry Potter wrote a tell-all memoir in his adulthood?
0: 100%. 100%. And now the game is we have to sit down and figure out what the title of that book was.
1: I think it's called Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, got it in one. Fuck maybe me. It's
1: like, maybe it's like, <laughs> hold on. Like Harry got her, and then it's like uh, it's like really about his love story
0: with Ginny. <laughs> Scarred for life, scar? You afraid of the dark? A uh, scar. It's gotta be something along those lines.
1: So you think you can scar?
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs>
1: Dude. Scar and peace.
0: Scar and peace. Pretty good. Uh, what else? What else? I have
1: like a very gnarly giant scar on my arm um, that like it's like a foot long. And my cousins used to call me Scarm. <laughs> <laughs> <Fantastic>. Michael Scarm.
0: <laughs> uh, broom for improvement. That seems like adult. That
1: sounds like the broom repair shop that you were pitching earlier. Thank Ooh, that, you. Yes. That's going
0: to be when I open that up. It'll be... You got get get on my back on one of those little um, boards with the four wheels and slide under the broom, (laughs) tinker around, roll up my sleeves, roll up my
1: robes, (laughs) all of the many robes. Which at all we realized in our this, I feel like this is gonna shock you because it shocked me. Okay, we realized in the last chapter. That wizards just straight up don't wear clothes underneath their robes.
0: Is that true?
1: It's yeah. literally true.
0: Oh wait, cuz when Snape gets held held upside down, we see his like brown tidy whities. Yeah. Well, tidy brownies, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I forget who it was. Someone in the Discord. Sorry, love you. They pointed out that it's always a joke that wizards don't know how to dress like muggles. So, like, no, mm. they're not wearing clothes under the robes. It's, like, just robes. Yeah. That's why they don't know how to dress.
2: Which is so annoying because the, it's just for the movies that they, they are dressed in, like, modern teenager clothes and hoodies, mm-hmm. sweatshirts and stuff underneath their robes. And it's just, I guess, to make them look, like, more relatable and... I really well, don't know. and also to avoid
0: lawsuits of putting uh, child actors <laughs> <laughs> in, nude in robes, I guess. Probably, if I had to bust out some legalese. I think um, that
1: it's better. I think it doesn't make any sense for wizard for the magicians to not... To dress like this, like, are you going to, maybe because it's Britain and it's colder there, but like a cloak, a year round cloak, is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's insane. Like, so
0: wasn't there something, didn't we get some smattering of writing uh, 15 years ago that said like back in the old, in the good days, wizards just shit on the floors and the floors would clean themselves or something?
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> it was that they shit in their pants and vanished it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that wait, shit some, in their like, pants.
1: Pottermore lore.
0: Wait, because if you wear robes, that would be easy to just shit on the floor. If you mm. if you're wearing a robe with nothing underneath,
2: you can do kind of like the classic like college girl walk home, pee in the bushes situation. Yeah. You know, you've got your like skirt on with no underwear. <laughs> I'm and sorry. You just do.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> you don't classic- tell me
2: you've
1: never pissed in the bushes at all.
2: <laughs> I didn't. I, no, I have not shit in the bushes.
1: I have not done that. <laughs> That's also an episode of Bob's Burgers, not to be that way, but.
0: Is that really? somebody shits in the bushes? You gotta believe me. I almost always poop in toilets. It was an accident, an emergency. That's what they all say. They all say that? Who's they?
1: Public poopers.
0: What? No, no, that's not who I am. This was all just a mistake. I'm on this new exercise program, and I'm eating healthy. I think my body's just confused that I'm not shoveling garbage into it. It's not used to salads, and, and that damn cayenne pepper, and the spicy little bastard. So I didn't need to hear any of that. Uh, the fine is $100. Damn, they've done it all. Sorry,
1: I love Bob's Burgers so much. Um, It's a problem. <laughs> I should have definitely done a Bob's Burgers podcast instead of a Harry Potter podcast, <laughs> but, you know, we're in this deep. <laughs> I mean, if you keep doing like at least three references per episode, then it's almost like yeah. you are. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was your fair. second
1: one. <laughs> McGonagall vows to make Harry an aura at all costs. <sighs> and then she dismisses him so that she can keep yelling at Umbridge in private.
0: Fantastic. I wish, I wish camera would have stayed on those two. Uh,
1: <laughs> I know. The,
0: I, I wish the book camera would have stayed on those two because it's just. What do you think happened? I think. Uh, I think it's, they just kept yelling at each other. I feel like at some point Dolores probably pulled out her wand or something, like mm. threateningly. I yeah. Don't know.
1: I feel like McGonagall is like standing near Umbridge and like just talking very strictly down at her and being yeah. like, if you ever fucking disrupt me with one of my fucking students ever again, I will literally make sure um some threat that I'm not good at because I'm a nice person. I'm not yeah. good at coming up with threats. And then I feel like Umbridge pulls her wand maybe. And then and she's like, the, and then she's totally like should, I, should
0: the ministry hear about this? Or so? I'm, I'll make sure the ministry knows about this. If you want to turn in your whatever. And I, I, McGonagall knows she's needed there. She's like, if I leave the kids, ruined. the kids are lost. <laughs> so she, she, I think she has up to a point she can get pissed and be, be her badass self. But then at some point she has to back up. She has to back down.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: well cause mm-hmm. she's been holding it in this entire yeah. book so far cause she's like no not me like couldn't be me getting fired for yeah. mouthing off to somebody uh, but then she's yeah don't interrupt me in the middle of my fucking session yes. clear your throat clear your throat one more time <laughs> one more fucking, fucking time
0: <laughs> Burlington throat factory over here do we, think, <laughs> do we think the two of them were classmates do we think they were Hogwarts classmates
1: interesting Mm. Oh, wow. That adds a fun twist.
0: That would add to their history of like maybe they hated each other in high school.
1: They hated each other like Snape and James, but they didn't make such a big fucking deal about it because they're not nearly as dramatic as those (laughs) boys. (laughs)
2: Yeah, they just like made sure not to maybe like be in the same circles.
1: (laughs) It's time for the distraction.
2: Typically, Louise, when you do a distraction, you don't lead everybody to me, right? Right! Okay, next time.
1: Harry's like, it's like the text is like, Harry heard the undeniable sounds of Isaiah version. And it's like, (laughs) what
0: does the diversion
1: sound like? (laughs) It was like screaming, pots and and
0: pans clanging, (laughs)
2: footsteps, (laughs) running. I don't know.
1: Um, Umbridge goes running off. Um, Harry. Breaks into Umbridge's office with Sirius's knife. Ugh, I just can't believe he's doing this right now. Honestly, <laughs> he's such a dumbass. I can't believe I have to read this with my own eyes. Like I don't, I don't consent to these choices. Like I don't want to be taken down this path. I can't believe he doesn't get in trouble for this. It's just way too brazen. Like how dare you? Uh, anyway, there's just so much else at stake. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. He puts his. Little noggin. Okay, he puts his little noggin into the flu powder. And we were talking in the last episode about if when people go into the pen sieve in real life, is it just like their body with their face in like this bowl? <laughs> <laughs> or do, do they like disappear? But like, I think that maybe you just stick your face in. That is kind
2: of like what... The narrative is telling because he talks about how his like knees feel like they're in another place, and Hmm. I it's you're you're right, Adol. This is it's so stupid. It's like the worst possible way to communicate with someone. It gives all the other magic.
0: Truly, so my thought is like when you're in a pensive, it's like your body is standing there and your face is like near the bowl, but then it's like almost like drawn like your face is extended downwards. Like, mm. I'm, trying to, mm. I'm trying to think like de- about, how, about how to describe this without yeah. mentioning, like, uh, James Cameron's abyss or something. But, like...
1: I, your de- face is, like, sucking into yeah. it. Yeah, like, Dementor yes, 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 yes. Anima- yes. animation style. Ooh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: So it looks like your it. face is elongated in, in an equine fashion down into the bowl. <laughs> but, you're, but your face is literally not in water, because otherwise hmm. you... Yeah, yeah.
1: Drown. Okay. I yeah. buy it. Well, it's just interesting that the Eve and like this flute, it's like two different, uh, you just stick your face in it, you know, back to back, just like stick your face in this magic stuff. It'll be good. We got <laughs> magic water, got magic fire now.
0: I feel like that's a trick to play on, on young wizards of like, yeah, to talk to each other, we put our heads in the fireplace. Like, go ahead. <laughs> oh, you want to look at a memory? Put your, put your face in this bowl of water. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, 30 wizards die, and are like, please, can we be mature please and stop, stop tricking people to drown or burn?
1: <laughs> gotta be quicker than that in the magician's world. Mm-hmm. Okay, Harry Potter sticks his stupid little head into the flames, and he says, number 12, Grimmauld Place, which is a really cool thing to shout if you're trying to keep it secret. <laughs> he winds up in the kitchen of Grimmauld Place. Lupin's there waiting for his boyfriend any opportunity to ship lupin and sirius i'm gonna take it look at them just living together in love
0: so do we call that lyrius or supine
1: oh my god it's called wolf star how dare you
0: wolf star <laughs> sounds like an x-men <laughs>
1: It's yeah. It's pr- well. You got to give your ships strong names if you want them to last the many storms.
2: <laughs> oh, that's so loud. I'm sorry. I can see the the blip every time the dog bark- barks on my.
0: Oh, shut up. Well, we mentioned Sirius.
2: Yeah, that's why he was like, "Oh, I know him." Oh my god, it's the <laughs> Twilight bark. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: what is the star? Am I dumb? What? Why is it Siri- a star?
1: Sirius is, is a, star. a constellation or a star. Yeah. Oh, right. I guess but a star.
2: He's also a dog, so like that's kind of confusing. Why not wolf but dog? It's
1: like wolf. Mm-hmm. Sirius is the brightest star in the night sky. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's beautiful. He shone so briefly, so brightly. Yeah. Um, so Lupin goes to get Sirius. They're like, what's up, sweetie? We're your dads. <laughs> it is really cute. He's like I'm worried about my dad and my perception of my dad and they're like oh honey that makes sense I knew this would happen eventually cuz he was kind of an asshole. Mhm. <laughs> uh,
2: but like does does Harry really get into like the specifics of what he saw? Like I feel like he really doesn't. Like he's, they're they're all just I think too British just, like, about summarized. it.
1: I think he just it just says like oh he summarized what he saw. Okay. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I just feel like that he, he
2: was being too, they were all all just being too British and vague about things, <laughs> you know, like just be like, Hey, was my dad, was my dad a horrible bully who specifically did this one thing to Snape, you know, instead mm-hmm. it's almost like maybe he does it. He doesn't want to ask it that straight out because he doesn't want to, what if the answer is just straight up? Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, I think they serious or looping. They basically say like, yeah, your dad introduced Ugh, Snape to like hex ed. Like, it's a lot of. They mentioned like anytime they passed each other, there was beef going on that that maybe uh, the mom wasn't aware of. They also mentioned at some point they're like, everyone was a little wild or a little whatever back then, except for Mooney. Who's <laughs> who's Mooney again?
1: That's Lupin. Lupin.
0: That's Lupin. The,
1: uh, the full moon.
0: Mooney. That's right. That's his name. Because there's like Padfoot Moon. Okay. Okay. Because for a minute I was like, Mad I Moon?
2: Mad- I, mean, I
1: was like, was their, he that ship name?
0: Is he their uh, <laughs> age? And then I'm like, he's got to be much older. But yeah, <laughs> I was con- I was confused. Thank you for for clearing that up.
1: Oh, this actually reminds me real quick. Our friend Claire, we did a lot of slandering of James Potter in last week's episode because that memory is hard to watch. But Claire pointed out something about James Potter specifically. Claire said something about a potential interpretation I had of James where he might potentially be neurodivergent without proper proper boundaries. Um, and Claire says she always took the snitch fiddling, like he is always playing with his snitch. And it's like, I perceived it as showboaty. But Claire said maybe he just needs to fidget with something um, since he's canonically a chaser in the canon. So oh, yeah, he does... Um, He doesn't even, he's not a seeker. I think that's a movie memory.
0: So it's like when a magician has like a quarter that they keep putting across their knuckles. Like, let me keep doing, practicing pressy digitation.
1: But (laughs) Leela, I know that you have the fidget impulse. I also do. Do, Are you a fidgeter at all?
0: Yes and no. I guess I I fidget, but I don't need something tactile. Like I think Mm -hmm. I can make do with just like motions.
1: (laughs) I agree with that. I can make do with motions too. But I also got some fidget rings, which have been very nice Ooh, to just fuck with.
0: Very nice.
1: You got to fidget. You got to dance it out a little bit sometimes.
0: Wand in the Willows? Harry Potter's biography? Hmm, okay, that's <laughs> we'll ke- not sorry, bad. sorry, I'll keep brain-serving. Keep brain-serving. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, no bad ideas right now. They're just like talking a little bit, whatever. They cheer him up a little bit. Harry shares that Snape was so mad at him that he canceled the their occlumency lessons. And then Lupin gets very mad and is like you have to make him and Harry's like sure okay I'll I'll be real quick to go ask Snape for some more abusive lessons that I'm horrible <laughs> at.
2: Yeah, cuz he he's already, you know, we're already on a good in a good place <laughs> per- personally. Yeah, no. I mean, I would be terrified of a teacher like that for sure. Oh my
1: God, yes. He's terrifying.
2: I also like think that they're, I do get that they're, they're like really pissed about it because it it was a rash reaction for Stape to be like, I'm embarrassed. No more help. But like also, like that was a really horrible memory for him. And like, maybe like show him like a little bit of grace and don't just be like, oh, what a, like, what a, I don't know. I feel like they call him an, a name or I don't mm-hmm. I had to listen to the audio so I don't have the text Everyone in front of is of me. always
1: mean about everyone else's emotions all <sighs> the
0: time. Really? Yeah. Really.
2: <laughs> like I'm just going to storm up there right now and then is it Lupin or Sirius who says I'm going to storm up there right now? Is it's Lupin, right?
0: I think Sirius. Probably Lupin, I think so. Sirius said he's going to go talk to him and then Lupin Lupin has to like sit him down like, and he says if, down, anyone's, he said, <laughs> yeah. if anyone's he said if anyone's going to talk to him it's going to be me.
1: Um there's a precedent. Okay, there's a precedent. For Joe Lupin Biden, telling, for Lupin telling Sirius to sit and him obeying. <laughs> 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 it wouldn't be the first time it
2: happened. Nice.
1: Okay. Very good. Okay, where are we? Okay, they like hear something, so Harry pulls out of the fireplace.
0: <laughs> Pull out game on... is strong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got, you got to be quick, you know. You got to get it right in the nick of time. He throws on his invisibility cloak, and then Felch comes in, and Filch just like muttering about whipping papers. <laughs> um, it's funny because it's like obviously that's horrific. Like, don't whip your students.
0: And he's he's almost crying. They say he's he's, <laughs> he's almost so crying with joy.
1: He, this is the best thing that's ever. Ha- he loves Umbridge so much because she's like giving him everything.
0: Yeah, order, order amongst chaos.
1: Yeah, I think she's also
2: like maybe like giving him a job, right? Like be my top snitch bitch. And he's yeah. like, oh, you trust me with something even though I'm nothing but a squib? And he's like, I love you now. <laughs> I'm yeah. in love with you. I'd do anything for you. You're my hero.
1: Yeah, the, it does. the text does mention somewhere that he probably knows the castle better than anyone besides Fred and George. Mm. So he's a good one to have on your team. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it, gang. Here he goes to see what's up with the diversion. Guess what? It's so amazing. Fred and George are b- being cornered by Umbridge, but they're not afraid. They they have turned the corridor into a swamp. Absolute madmen. I love it so much.
0: And our first canonical Shrek crossover. <laughs>
1: Only they're like, come on, get in my swamp. Yes, Down at Weasley's Wizarding <laughs> Weezes in Diagon Alley for only 25 gallons of pop. <laughs> Somebody once told me that
2: I was just a wizard. I'll think of the rest of this parody song later.
1: Solid, solid.
2: Thanks.
1: They, it's, I mean, just picture it. Picture it. Hogwarts 1995 or whatever year it is. Imagine. <laughs> Fred and George Weasley. Has anyone ever had more support for anything in the school, in the history of this school, than Freddie George Weasley?
0: <laughs> kings. <laughs>
1: Just causing absolute havoc and then leaving. <laughs>
0: King. Absolute. Blast off, Kings. Oh, so good. Uh, and also, I mean, they probably set the prom theme right then and there. You know that year's Winter's Ball is going to be Swamp.
1: Swamplandia. Landia, <laughs> Swamp is it going to be? Swamptasia. Yeah. If you give it any other theme, it's going to have to still be Swamp. It'll have to be like the Frozen Ball Swamp. Yeah. Or like, or like <laughs> Sadie Hawkins Swamp.
0: Swampy Hawkins. what? Because uh, if memory serves, they can't get rid of that swamp, right?
1: I think. Well, They have to like rope it off
0: because they can't undo it with magic.
1: It's the same. Like when and I think it was the last chapter when the twins set off all those fireworks. And it's talking about how the teachers like. Could be handling it themselves, but they also don't like Umbridge, and she's newly in charge. So they're like, "I don't know what to do with this. I need your help, (laughs) oh fearless leader." So I feel like, I feel like McGonagall or Flitwick could have gotten rid of the swamp in the blink of an eye. But they're first of all, they're like, "It's pretty good magic, honestly." I can't believe they can't believe they did that.
2: I'm not even mad.
1: (laughs) I I'm can't it. Two, two. They're like, I would love to watch Mag- uh, to watch Umbridge try to figure out how to take the swamp down. And it talks about how I think in the next chapter it talks about how Filch has to punt the kids across the swamp, <laughs> yeah. which is a tiny <laughs> boat. <laughs> I think that them to class.
2: Uh, it definitely we don't use that word in in American English. Kiff. So it, it does seem like she just yeeted them across the water to
1: uh. <laughs> to get them to class. I only use the word punt when I'm threatening one of my cats. they I never actually punt them, but I the thing is they know I could, you know, like yeah. you can punt a cat. I used to have a friend in college
2: named Anna who would get if when she would get mad at you, she'd be like, bitch, do you want a cunt punt? (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, yeah. Nice. I've heard that. Classic. I
2: always always thought that was a good one.
1: Ooh. Hmm. Fred and George say Accio brooms. Do you think that they rehearsed this alone together in their dormitory? They were like, (laughs) okay, first we'll do this and then we'll run this way and then we'll say this And, and by then everyone will be there and then. We'll say this
0: and that'll 100%. really wow them. 100%. Cause they have a back and forth. They have this tete a tete where it's like, I think we're uh, through with schooling. Don't you agree? A mighty find off of the cap. Yes, I do. Like they, <laughs> I think the world could use our talents. Like they basically they give a little speech that they rehearse. Otherwise, they'd yeah. be talking all over each other.
1: <laughs> I don't know. They're always very insane. Uh, yeah. Freaking
2: twins speak. They, twins be that way. Hmm. But this is the opposite. This move is the opposite of like quiet quitting. This is like it's
1: loud quitting. For <laughs> it's <sure. laughs> loud quitting. <laughs> I love and respect it so much.
2: Yeah, it is pretty great.
1: Honestly, I believe that po- there's a possibility that Fred and George, before they left, were like, "Hey McGonagall, whenever you're ready, here's the here's the kit." Or the spell to take mm-hmm. down the swamp. So just whenever you're sick of it, here you go. She's like, "Word, thank you."
0: <laughs> can I? Can I ask just to backtrack slightly?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Harry has a knife that unlocks any door. Right. What
1: this is? This is the only time it comes up. Thank you for yep. asking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One. This is the only time it comes up. Two. Why a knife? Wouldn't? It, shouldn't it be a key? <laughs> I'm so con- <laughs> I'm so confused. Of like here, like picturing just in my mind's eye if i putting a knife in a lock and jiggling it seems (laughs) like one you're going to break the Mm -hmm. knife and two it just seems like the least magical moment like it just feels like a a somebody picking a lock square picking around hole
1: i'm with you on that that has never occurred to me for one second and now that you've said it i'm like what the fuck (laughs) and i just googled harry potter's knife and nothing came up because it wasn't in the movie so nobody cares
0: Oh, that's um, fair. Yeah,
1: it sure sounds like a key to me.
0: Yeah, just make it a key. Just fucking make it a key. Uh,
1: yeah. I don't know. they say Accio brooms, and the brooms come screaming down the hallway, all <laughs> metal with chains and stuff, like the uh, intro number to like a metal concert. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let the
0: Weasleys hit the floor. Let the Weasleys hit the floor. Let the Weasleys hit the floor.
2: No, no, we're getting down with the quit, miss. No,
1: they're flying into the air. They're not hitting the floor.
0: (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough.
1: They have to get away safely. This is like the best marketing stunt ever. They're like, this is how much fun your life could be if you bought our products. (laughs) You too could run away from school and make Uh, the whole world laugh.
0: (laughs) So good. I will say when I went to Wizarding World, their shop is probably the most fun thing
1: yeah for sure mm-hmm, i would agree they just have a lot of like fun like moving parts you know the way that it yeah. was in the movie like there's just, like so much trickery to look at
0: it's fun even the outside of the building is fun
1: Hmm. oh yeah they have the little like hat they mount up they're out of here on the way out fred and george say give her hell from us peeves and Peeves salutes them. And it's extremely <laughs> cool. It's probably so my favorite cool. moment in the whole series is like that exchange. Yeah. It's like Peeves, who had never before in his le- in his death taken <laughs> orders from a student, saluted them. Yeah,
0: took off his hat or something and gave him a big salute.
1: Absolutely wonderful. And there uh, the illustrated edition has a very, very excellent illustration of this. So I'm going to put that on our Instagram. Ooh. Yeah, I'd like to see
0: that. Of Peeves saluting? yes pretty good
1: it's great the The illustrated edition does peeves good you know they dropped him from the movie so he's extra fun in the in the illustrations that's it dude they fly away it's amazing oh my god it's like the end of fly away home <laughs> they, they're out of here
0: miles <laughs>
2: That movie is so heart it's is makes me cry so so hard i can't believe you keep bringing it up <laughs> I
0: never never heard it of it Flyway home. home was
1: like my my like minivan vhs in like mm. 1995 so i've seen it a lot we had you know we had like a vcr in the minivan
0: must be nice rubs finger <laughs> together to indicate money uh <laughs>
1: Well, I don't mean to brag, but my minivan in the '90s did have a DVD player. We
0: had VCR money. So, do we think <laughs> as soon as they blasted off, Kings uh, did they go straight home and then just sat there?
1: Yeah, the, I think they had a pre- they like have a premises at Diagon Alley that they probably live on top of. So they're like, cool, let's go buy some secondhand furniture and uh, get yeah. get to making our lives happen.
2: Cause Molly Weasley is not cool with this.
0: Wait, did they already have their store at this point?
1: I think that's what they say in this chapter. They're like, come visit us in Diagon Alley. Yeah.
0: So Harry already gave them the money or whatever?
1: Harry gave them the money. They were his winnings at the end of Goblet of Fire. That's right. Um, Okay. And so I think that Fred and George, this whole year, have been like working towards this moment. And I don't think they would have left the school without like a really, really, really good plan. You know, they're like, we got our lives set up. We totally got this.
0: I got to say, I'm not a financial wizard myself, but it feels like. To be paying mortgage, rent, whatever, on a building while you're in school seems like an absolute fucking waste of money, of well, coin. For sure.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, right. it
0: worked out. It did work out. But I'm <laughs> saying, like, that was a risky gamble.
1: That was
2: <laughs> some risky business, as we say. Yes.
1: Well, that's the end of the chapter. Adol, is there any favorite moments you had or anything you wanted to, like, go back to or anything that we missed?
0: Just McGonagall being a boss bitch and just like, ah, oh, just such a sweet chef's kiss when she says, Dolores, do you need a cough drop? Just <laughs> uh, the passive aggressiveness that that was that's like the best spell I've ever seen in the, in the whole series is that <laughs> passive aggressiveness spell of twice. She says, you sure? She says, you don't need a do you, Dolores need a cough drop. And then two pages later, she's like, sweetie, honey. No, you need. Do you need that cough drop?
1: You need a cough. Did drop, Did you need bitch. it? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you need a cough drop.
0: Yeah, just fantastic. And to see and McGon and uh, Umbridge's face the way they describe it, just like falls and drops, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh no, I've I've met my match." Just fantastic.
2: Leela, did you
1: have any final words about the chapter?
2: No, I definitely concur that my favorite moment was just the whole scene in in McGonagall's office. It's just so nice to see her, even if it is if even if she was kind of cornered into defending him, uh, it's nice to see a any grown up at this school being nice and kind and like just being there for Harry. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought that was great. I also thought the moment when Molly Weasley sends uh, an Easter egg to and uh, to Harry um, and he gets choked up um, about it. I thought that was really sweet, too. She's Aww. such a
0: Pretty good mom. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You do. You bring up a good point that we do see the, we see like the bookends of teaching at the school, which is like Snape knocking the potion over and being like, oopsie daisy, like zero for you, piece of shit. <laughs> and then McGonagall being like, I will die on this hill. Harry Potter will be king and I will be the kingmaker. Like, yeah, it's a good, all in one chapter.
1: Yeah. A very good juxtaposition.
0: Christina, how about you?
1: hmm there i mean i really think give her hell from us peeves is absolutely legendary
0: legend mate
1: yeah um but the swamp conceptually is really good too i would buy this swamp to break people with a swamp you know what i mean
0: (laughs) oh yeah he says like if you want an inflatable swamp or whatever they say like come buy your inflatable swamp
1: yeah it's the best marketing scheme ever pretty fucking cool all the kids at this school are like, oh, my God, I need a swamp now.
0: <laughs> so you, you mentioned, which you bring up a good point, And it's been a while since I saw the movies. But you mentioned Peeves is left out of the movies, even though yeah. we do have nearly Headless Nick, which is mm-hmm. weird. Who Dreamcasting. Who do we think Peeves? Ooh. Who do we think is Peeves? Is it like a Seth Rogen type?
2: Hmm. No, it's got to be like a classic English actor, right? Yeah. Like, are we thinking like, no, that's stupid. I was like, are we thinking like a Rowan Atkinson?
0: Oh, Rowan <laughs> Atkinson would be great. Eric Idle, maybe?
2: Oh, yeah. One of the he's just, he's just a Monty scamp. Pythons
0: yeah. that we
1: can get. Hmm.
0: Eric Idle is like Britain's Martin Short.
1: Oh, let's just get Martin Short. I don't know enough elderly, like white male British actors. That's not my yeah. niche, you know? Yeah. They did film... For Sorcerer's Stone, Whoa. but they just didn't release it because it looks—it's the way they filmed it is not like great. It's just like a grown man making like farting noises. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, very,
1: it's not very compelling or no, convincing.
0: No. Do we know who they cast?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that too. Um, I will look it up right now. I would—I like- would trust maybe like a Jack, like Jack Black, to commit to something like that. <laughs> yes. <yeah>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hmm.
0: How gutting to be like, you're gonna be peeves and you read the books, you're like, what a sweet fucking role. And then they just and then they just cut you out of the movies.
1: They just like it's just not good. It's just not good. I don't know who the actor is. It's fine. Mm. You know, if it takes you longer than 10 seconds to Google something, it's not, not really worth it. it on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> awesome. Well, I fucking love this chapter.
0: Great so thank y'all for
1: being on for it. Are you ready for plugs? Yeah. Yes. Out of working people will find you on the internet.
0: Uh, You can check out the aforementioned podcasts, Hello for the Magic Tavern, which is an improvised fantasy podcast, or Hey Riddle Riddle, which is a uh, podcast about solving riddles and uh, kind of, and doing improv along the way. And then I also have a new uh, sort of game show podcast called Tell Me About It, Um, Ah. so check that out as well.
1: That's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. Thank
0: you so much. And then um, if you're ever in Chicago, come check out World News Tonight at IO Theater on Saturdays at 8 p.m. I think that's about it. Thank you so much.
1: Awesome. What's something you've been reading or writing or playing or listening to lately you think our listeners would enjoy?
0: I've been revisiting a band that has one of my favorite albums of all time called it's a band called super furry animals. Uh, and they have an album called Lovecraft, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, and I've been revisiting their whole discography and they have some just phenomenal music. They're a Welsh band. Uh, if you want an entry point, I would recommend, I think it's 1996, 97's fuzzy logic. So super furry animals is the band. Check them out. They're just like a fun, cool, like a Almost like a grungy Pink Floyd, uh, just really, really fun and good. And then I also have been playing the game. My friends, GPC and Casey Toney, uh begged me to get into a game called Elden Ring. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, too hard, won't play. And I started playing it. It was very, very hard. And then because it's open world, I was able to keep skirting these big fights and just building my character and finding little nooks and crannies. And now I'm 40 hours in and I'm obsessed. It's a phenomenal game highly recommends uh, but I, but if i played i tried to play bloodborne i tried to play dark souls and they just womped my ass so i had to quit and i hated those mm. games i wanted to break them over my knee but elden ring is by the same company but different i'd say give it a chance if you're into like an open world if you're waiting for the new zelda mm. uh, and you want something to fill that void i'd say elden ring is like breath of the wild but you're on it's like if breath of the wild was a person on shrooms at a guar concert <laughs> <laughs> in a good way in a good way that's
1: like an accidental haiku i love that (laughs) um amazing those are some really good plugs i love getting like uh music recommendations i'm because i feel like i'm always listening to the same shit if i'm not on purpose listening to stuff that other people have told me to listen to yeah leela where can people find you on the internet
2: uh you can find me on instagram twitter and tiktok at leels for reels and i have been listening to lots of stuff in my um you know my travels for vacations but i've really been enjoying um tom felton's new book that came out recently uh beyond oh, nice. the wand um i listening to
1: the audiobook I'm listening
2: to the audiobook and it's Did very sweet it? it's him reading it yes it's <sighs> it's, it's it's very cute um yeah, that's fun. Very sweet um, and just like really – I mean, I think the mm-hmm. the cult of child stars, right, is just like so exciting and um, – not exciting. It's just so interesting to me. Um, I, I just like want to know more and like about like what that was like. And so it's it's really interesting I um, highly recommend. Um, I also have been listening to Florence and the Machines. I believe her newest album um, came out in 2022. It's called Dance Fever um and it's it's just it's like your typical weirdo florence just like being weird doing out there shit but it still kind of works it's hard to explain it's just like really great uh, mournful um pop british pop so i highly recommend um it's called dance fever
1: hell yeah I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me, and I'm going to plug some more music. Are you joking? We've never had so much music before. Um, Last week, our guest, Radio Mike from Harry Potter and the Boys, plugged Gorilla's new album, Cracker Island, um, which I have listened to since then, and I really enjoy it. It's very Very good. You know the the Gorilla's. Yeah. It's it's like a pretty, you know, uh, it's very nice listening.
0: Very good album. I'd, I'd also I'd say Demon Days is a perfect album. Mm-hmm. I'd is that one of their 10.
1: previous albums? That's like one of their previous
0: albums. albums. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Demon, album. Demon Days,
0: I'd say, is one of my top ten albums. It's a it's a perfect record, start to finish.
1: All right, I'll be listening to all of this over the next couple days. Very. I love all the music recommendations. It's that time of year, you know. You gotta. Oh yeah. Be uh energizing yourself, just waiting for summer. I feel like I've mentioned that so many times because. I can think of uh, at the beginning of March. It's like so close to summer. Some walking tunes.
0: Everyone. Yeah. The, the me who lived. I don't know.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, I <laughs> the see. The me
2: you. who okay. lived.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or just, how about just wizard cop?
1: No. <laughs> what if it was I, comma, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was honestly pretty good. The things we harry. It- Okay, never mind.
1: Uh, <laughs> if you start going with Harry too far, you'll get into some more like porno titles. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Harry's story says tell in the dark. No. Okay.
1: Oh, that's not bad. Oh, I like. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> I think that's the one actually. We did it. Fuck yeah. Adult, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's always an absolute joy to have you.
0: Thanks for having me. I love coming on.
1: Um, and Leela, I love you. I'll see you soon. Travel safe. Bye, dog. Let's
0: all all say good boy. Good boy to the the, the doggy. Yeah,
1: good boy. He's trying his best.
0: I bet his name's Gator.
1: (laughs) We are in Florida. It it wouldn't surprise me. I bet (laughs) it's an alligator. It's just a gator. (laughs)
0: It's a dog barking inside an alligator.
1: Oh, my God. Terrifying. (laughs) Mm, Well, that's the end of the episode. And that's how I end the episodes. Bye. Bye. That's it, Podheads. Thanks for listening to The Restricted Section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod, on Instagram at RestrictedSectionPod, on Facebook at RestrictedSectionPod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy.
2: This season on Of The Eldest Gods, we make our way through the maze of Labyrinth.
0: Yeah, Labyrinth, whatever. And we tell you all about the next book in the Percy Jackson and the
1: Olympian series. And explain the context as we go along. So, the whole stuck in a
2: maze thing is just a gimmick for this book, right? (laughs) Uh, yeah, sure, Ray. Uh, hey, 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 Charlie, where the fuck are we? Only you can save us from the Labyrinth by listening to our podcast.
1: Help! The freaking cabana boy was like, I think these ladies need double margaritas all night long.
0: (laughs) Dave X Media.